Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Terrell. Tranos in the lived experience. I'm your host, Cameron Ellen Jarrell, aka Trano. Say that shit with your whole chest, or I'll encase you in a leather bag and beat you about the head and neck with wooden dildos. Once again, this is Tranos in the lived experience, a show that spends entirely too much time by itself reading comic books. Today's episode is brought to you by the meeting of music and marijuana. The strain for the day is Royal Gorilla. It's an indica dominant hybrid marijuana strain made by crossing Kim's sister, Sour Dub, and Chocolate Diesel. This potent strain produces balancing effects that makes you feel chilled out, happy, and uplifted. Royal Gorilla does have a THC count of 21%, which means its effects may be overwhelming for novice smokers. So don't try it. You're not like me. And the song for the day is by Spirit Box. It's called Circle With Me. Give it a listen. Spirit Box is a great band with a great sound. And it is fronted um, by a woman, which is incredible. I love um, women rock bands. I'm a huge fan, been a fan of women rock bands since 96, back when Kitty like popped out on the scene. Um, today's episode is called Embracing Villainy, The Rise of Transnito. On this episode, we're going to talk about, you know what? I'm not going to get into what we're going to talk about. You're listening, right? Well, well, well follow me. So, once again, I read a lot of comic books. Uh, I have lots of time on my hands. Uh, a ginormous amount of time on my hands. And I realized there was a lot of correlations between, like, modern-day society and comic books. Specifically, more specifically, X-Men comic books. Um Stan Lee and the writers of X-Men um, had this uncanny ability to write these social constructs into their comic books, uh, kind of lead, leading and lending to people being able to see themselves in a space where normally they wouldn't be able to, um, i.e. black people, indigenous people, trans people, ethnics, um, um Foreigners, we were all able to see ourselves in the the main characters of the comic book, the X Men, and throughout that history of me reading the X Men, like I always felt akin to uh, Eric Magnus, which is not his original name. We're not going to get into a comic book origin, but uh, we might a little bit. He's also known as Magneto. Magneto has a very um, dark origin story very dark uh it's 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 not very comparable to mine but there are correlations there 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 are spaces where the origin of him and the existence of me both kind of touch each other um long story short uh without getting into a lot of the uh his history comic book wise because that would take days um he was born in um, Germany during the time of Nuremberg and the rise of, of the Nazis. And not only did he have the intersectionalities of being um, Jewish during that time, he was also a young mutant. 
who was just coming into his powers did not know that they existed at that point. And he had to go through a lot of dark things. Now, there's always been an argument when it comes to Magneto. Is he a hero? Is he a villain? And my short answer is neither. That's my short answer. Um, he's portrayed as a, a villain and perceived as a villain because of the actions that he takes. But the actions that the reason why he's doing those actions could be seen as honorable. But that's philosophy. And we'll get into that another fucking day. So. In 2005, I was uh, 25 years old. Life seemed on its surface like it was going great for me. I was in a relationship. I was planning on getting married. And then, like, everything started kind of, like, rippling on the edges. And what I mean by rippling on the edges, it was like there was always this calling inside of me that said that how I felt and what I was doing wasn't congruent with who I really was and not to say that like I wasn't like in a relationship that mattered to me or I wasn't like living living my dream at the time of being a professional wrestler uh I was doing those things but I was doing them as somebody that I wasn't and that's super hard (laughs) 10 years later uh nine years later 2014 2014 will be considered in a comic book like my origin arc, like the the beginning of my story currently. And that arc would most definitely be found to others as the villain arc. How so? Let me explain. When I first spoke the words that I was trans, it was almost like a declaration or like a demonstration of power for the first time in front of a bunch of other people. And that correlation is Magneto's powers first manifested during a highly stressed incident where he ended up protecting himself from certain death, but had to watch his entire family die. Now, my entire family didn't die, but they did depart from me pretty quickly. When I stated that I was trans, my mother had already knew by that point, but she was very sick and she passed away. My grandmother had passed away shortly before that. The friendships that I had started to chisel away and disappear. And I found that every time that I said something regarding who I was after that, I was ridiculed for it, blamed for it, told I focused on it too much. Shout out to Aaron Collins, you piece of shit. I find that as the new villain in this arc that's happening in my life, that things that are admirable and things that would be considered honorable when coming from someone else are villainous when they come from me. Case in point, I corrected a person who I thought was my foster sister at the time um, because she felt the need to tell everybody that her children had a trans aunt. I'm no one's trans aunt. I'm just an aunt. That's it. I'm just an aunt. Like a child's not going to walk up to their friends and go, oh, that's my trans aunt. It's just like putting a, a hyphen somewhere where it doesn't belong it's another way of like not like really like understanding what my gender consists of and just trying to make it like this construct that makes you feel better about yourself so when i stated like hey you could just tell people that i'm their aunt you don't have to put trans in front of it you also don't have to flaunt me around in front of people to make yourself feel like you're more progressive because at the end of the day you're an ex-lib for trump currently So you were doing exactly what I accused you of. You were dangling me in front of other people to make yourself 
seem more progressive. And I don't need that kind of love. Um, so when I stated that you don't have to do those kind of things, I was met with the retort of that my existence is doom and gloom, that all I talk about is being trans. Um, this was literally in the first like six or seven months of my transition. So a lot of the conversations I were having was about trying to find myself. But all you heard was that I was trans. So it's it's it's. It's not that I am a villain. It is that I will be perceived as one for almost the whole entirety of the rest of my life. And I've become quite comfortable with it. Being accused of aggression when there's no aggression there. Um, being made uh, the, the villain for standing up for myself, which is just fucking weird. Like something as small as like, hey, can you not misgender me? Or hey, like, please keep your hands to yourself. Or hey, that questions a, a little bit over the top and you shouldn't be asking anyone that is seen as a villainous act none as great as like the great magneto my man was like pulling submarines out of the water and holding um the world hostage with its own missiles um th that's the level of villainy that he was doing but he was doing it in the name of an entire species of people because of the level of discrimination and violence that uh, mutants faced on a daily basis. Magneto was willing to meet their violence with violence. Um, he even coined himself as a homo superior because uh, at that point, mutants were seen as a subspecies. And he didn't sit right with him. Uh, for me, um, I think the fight for trans rights... Um, not that not anybody's going to take up codes or find like missile silos or anything like that. But I think the fight for trans rights um, is just as important and, and it's just as I have the same zeal for retorts and justifications when it comes to protecting us. Like uh, we die at such alarming rates. We are being like pretty much economically stunted. And when intersectionalities come into play, such as being a trans person with a disability, a trans person who um, has an ethnic background of brown, indigenous or black, like it's it adds on, it compiles onto it. So the words from like people like my old sister or this ex lib for Trump currently, this will show you the evolution of like fake progressive uh, uh, allies. A Bernie uh, support, supporter, like such a Bernie supporter that this broad went and got a tattoo of Bernie Sanders on her arm. She has a tattoo of Bernie Sanders on her arm. Went uh, during the COVID era and did some research, air quotes, research. And um, mind you, uh, this person is not very like smart when it comes to like world philosophies and per the perceptions of the world from other people. Like I had to literally explain to this person in their fucking thirties, um, what police brutality was really about. I also had to explain affirmative action to this person while they were touting, they love black people. And like, oh, I have a black sister and I, like, I have, I have black brothers and like, there's a couple of us within the family. There's a couple of black people in the family who were kind of adopted in because we've all been there for years. But we were all kind of being used as accessories for her. This person who grew up not knowing who she was. Now, we had the same problem. Like we both grew up like fighting with what our identities were to become. But it wasn't that I didn't know what I was or who I was. It was that I was forced to hide who I was while she was led to explore these things and become a different person every time she was penetrated. Yeah, I said it. Turned into a completely different person 
and all it would take is a penis, a new one. Whatever, whatever um, mentality that person, the, that penis came with, that's what she would become. Currently, um, after being this like diehard Bernie fan with a Bernie tattoo on her left arm, who traveled the United States following Bernie around, she is currently hiding in the woods somewhere, uh, uh, brooding over um, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, stating that like the the government is trying to trick everybody because of COVID. And what's what's the last one she says? It's fucking outrageous. Like what's the last one she's on? Um. Oh, she won't come back to the city to visit her family because she's afraid of the riots and blacks. Right? Well, since I'm the villain, that's cool. I'll be the black that you're scared of. I'll be that. I can I can do that for you. Like, please don't come back to Rochester. Um I love the fact that um we get to touch base on this today because I feel this a lot. Like I sit alone a lot and that is uh, a direct uh, <laughs> a byproduct of my villainy. Um, I find that like before my transition, I had a lot of superficial friendships. And now the people who are left, the very small group of people who are left are those that I like I can actually connect with. I can have conversations with that won't turn me immediately into a villain due to guilt over such things as misogyny, misogyny, noir, um, uh, toxic feminism, all those kind of things. I've encountered some, um, really some, I've encountered people who thought they were saying something good or doing something good. And then, uh, case in point, uh, I was looking for a place to get laser hair removal. So I asked, like, hey, does anybody know a place that would be trans friendly that can do some hair removal for me? Um, I'm I'm kind of scared about the situation. I've never had to do this kind of stuff before. And I just really want to be taken care of. The response I got from this person who thought they were being helpful was transphobic. They stated like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, I know a place, but like um, she only does women. So like if you go there. Like, it, there's parts of your body she's not going to want to touch. I was like, so you're calling me a man while telling me this place is trans-friendly. What was the point of answering that? And because I said that, I became the ungrateful villain. I'm the ungrateful villain because I, I challenged you, which is what it all boils down to. I became the villain because my greatest power is my ability to challenge things when they are not correct, when they are not serving the greater good, when they are harming people. That's my greatest power. I sit down in front of this mic, I turn it on, and then I face it head on. I walk out into the world and someone says something that just doesn't sit with me and I speak up. I don't see it as being heroic. I see it as being a stand-up human, but everybody else views it in its capacity with my intersectionalities as a villainous act, as a villainous trait. And I ask yourself, am I the villain because I'm black? Am I the villain because I'm trans? Either way, you're an asshole. Is that you devalue the things that I say based upon what I am. And there's no tighter correlation to me and Magneto than that. There's no tighter bond of how both of us were treated, him in the comic books and me in real life, than that. Eric Magnus was willing to stand up 
and defend his species. He was he wanted to find a space where they would be able to live in peace. He saw that the humans, uh, Homo sapiens, were never going to see them as anything more than a, th a thing that they could make money from and a thing that they could fear, that they had to fear. Not that they were human beings who were suddenly gifted with these great powers that could help the betterment of the world, could stop war from happening, those kind of things. Um, they were seen as monsters, even though the real monsters are Homo sapiens. In the comic books, they set up camps. Um, they they slave. They, they set up mutant people in slave labor. Uh, talking about Genosha, if you if you know, you know. If you're a real comic book fan, I say Genosha. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, they uh, tried to make a cure. They tried to cure mutants. Um, they had mutant conversion. Um, they had mutant camps and and. Um, I mean, listen to it. Like, doesn't that sound like where we live now? Doesn't that sound like America? I mean, doesn't that sound a little bit like America, guys? I mean, doesn't it? Think about, like, the Japanese internment camps. Think about slavery. Um, think about <laughs> uh, the war on women's bodies currently. Think about, like, how they wanted trans women to be registered so that they could track them. I mean, the, the, are we living in a comic book? Is there someone out there who could forge me a costume? Because I'm, I'm going to be the villain. I want to like to look fabulous fucking doing it. Uh, taking inspiration from Magneto and Rita Repulsa, of course, because those are my favorite people, because they're my favorite villains. Um, ask yourself, if you, if you have come into contact with me, um, or seen any of my work or heard any of my symposiums or trainings, ask yourself, Do I am I a villain? Are the things I'm saying villainous? Or are you taking my intersectionalities in consideration and just writing me off, making you the actual villain? Uh, it's hard to pinpoint what Magneto truly is because some of his thought processes and some of the modes in which he goes about doing the things that he has to do is very finite. It's, it's, there's no gray area for him. It's, it's mutant liberation at all costs, mutant and proud, and anything that steps in front of that, Magneto is willing to destroy. I mean, that is questionable for some people. It's not that I'm actually out here like topping and tearing for violence, but like Magneto has a very, like he's been likened to like a, a Malcolm X style, even though they over... They over-exaggerate what Malcolm X was talking about. They over-exaggerate what he was saying. Michael, Malcolm X said at one point, black liberation should be fought for by any means necessary. And that's me paraphrasing. And Magneto has said the same things about the mutant population within comic books, that they should be protected at all costs, and that there is, there is several justifications for the acts that he is willing to do. And in my capacity um, as a... Tranos as Cameron Allen Jarrell and now as Transnito. Um, I feel sometimes that same way because I feel like people want to be segregated from trans people. And I kind of agree sometimes with that sentiment. Like, cis people are not safe. They're not safe for trans people. Um, 
there's there's a plethora of things that Homo sapiens are dangerous. Uh, they're they're dangerous for. There's a plethora of reasons why Homo sapiens cis people are danger to any other minority group that comes. And the fucked up thing about it is that they force us in their violence, which is structural violence. They force us to separate from each other and they try to keep us apart from each other based upon these systems that they set up to regulate where we move and where we go and who we talk to. And the only way to stop structural violence is not to reform it because the structure was built to be violent is doing exactly what it was meant to do in my mind as transnito the the new magnus the only way to stop those kind of things from happening would be to destroy the system and that is the ultimate violence that can come from a person in my caliber and color so when you see walmart's getting burnt down when you see uh shoe stores getting broke into that's a strategic attack on a system by immediately removing something that benefits it. By messing with the status quo, by taking that system out. Now, at no point during what I'm talking about are we talking about violence against people. But we're always met with violence no matter what we're doing, even if we aren't tearing things up. Even if we aren't causing like structural harm to the infrastructure itself, like i.e. hospitals, um, Grocery stores, shoe stores, um, just everyday living spaces, uh, Walgreens, those kind of places. Those are the places that were attacked uh, mostly during um, the protests because I'm tired of people calling them riots. They were protests. They didn't become situations where riots could happen until it was met with violence from the status quo. Cis people, cis white people, homo sapiens, cis white people. Um... I feel like the comic books are not into the, this time and period in our lives right now where um, in the comic books, they were only able to reach this small time of peace because all of the mutant kind, all of like the Morlocks, um, villains, heroes, um, different teams, they all came together to solidify peace. And that's starting to happen. There's rumblings happening with the youth and rumblings happening on social media where people are starting to realize that the only way we're going to get through this is if we all band together. And that makes us all villains. We're all villains currently. I mean, to the 50 percent of people who think JFK is um, going to come back, we are the villains. They think JFK is still alive and they're waiting on the street for him. And that kind of <laughs> mentality it's a fucking lot, but it it's really black and white for them. It's real, like, we're the heroes, you're the villains. So I'd say to you, wake up this morning and with a villain mentality. Wake up this morning with a villain mentality. Um, take it into you. I don't take that as a... I don't take it as a derogatory title anymore. Sure, if me standing up for myself and me fighting for black liberation and fighting against anti-blackness and fighting against anti-trans sentiment and, and fighting for queer children if, and, and fighting for indigenous people, if all of those things make me the villain, good, great, I'm the fucking villain. I'm going to be the best one I can be. Um, 
Let's take a little break. Let me smoke some of this weed real quick. Let me test this shit for y'all. This is Royal Gorilla. Once again, 21% THC. You hear it? Ooh. Shout out to my friends in Denver at Rocky Mountain High. Um, you opened my eyes to a lot of different things in my visit there, my small time there. I really appreciate y'all. With the last couple of minutes, let's get back on track. I find that in Marvel Comics specifically, that the mutant um, existence, you can pretty much graft any downtrodden group of people into its spaces because it tells the story of pretty much all of us. It tells about gay liberation. It tells about the, the indigenous um, uprising. It tells about... Um, how Asian people were treated during the 40s. It tells about like what Jewish people went through. It tells you all of those things. And you can find who you are in those books and those sagas. And it's not necessarily about powers. You'll hear about political structuring and how and, and, the, and the monstrosities done to these people by their own governments. And, and you start to feel like, did Stanley do this to wake us up? I want to have more conversations uh, about, I mean, with my fans in the future. I know you exist out there because I'm not making these shows for no reason. Um, so if you have any questions about episodes like today and you want to get into or you have any suggestions, please reach out to me on my social medias. Um, Twitter, the, the handle is at the Tranos. Um, on Instagram, follow me at Tranos Lives. And on TikTok, the username is all lowercase at the Tranos. Um, today's episode... Leaves room for more conversation. If anybody would like me to expound on what I mean by I've become the villain, please reach out to me on those social media platforms. This is Trenos in the Lived Experience. My name is Cameron Ellen Jarrell, a.k.a. Trenos. Say that shit with your whole chest or I'm going to squat up on you with my homies, the Wildcats. Um, this is the show that spends a lot of time in the dark reading comic books and it's fucking apparent someone save me